Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this episode is brought to you by our 50 patrons who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get exclusive content and more at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hey, this is Reagan, and you're about to listen to the worst show in America, That Story Show. <laughs> hey! This is That Story Show, people. Cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, how you doing, folks? Welcome to the worst show in America. It's that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 316, brought to you the week of October 17, 2019. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Yes, and my name is John, and I love it. When a plan comes together. Thanks, A-Team. Yeah, I pity the fool that doesn't listen to the show. Cause <laughs> it's the worst. I'm a trash bag. I'm, I'm a tra- trash bag. No, I actually wanted a trash bag. He wanted a trash bag. That's yeah. right. I remember he made that. off a, an, an awesome air, hot air balloon or something like that with it, right? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I never oh. watched it. I just knew what? that reference because a friend of mine. So, uh, Oh, my goodness. So how are you doing, John? Welcome. Thank you. It's uh, I'm great. I'm super, super and great and and, uh, happy with your life. Yes. Grateful for everything that's going on in it. Um, I I, I have to apologize for making the show start so late tonight. uh, You know what? That's the awesome thing about podcasts is they start whenever people want them to. Right. It's only us that have to wait. So I I don't mind waiting on you, John, because you are worth it. You are, and I know, I know for a fact that if I'm waiting on John, I'm waiting for a good reason. So, because he he wouldn't make me wait. He might not be an angel like I thought he was, but he is a saint. So let's, um, let's start, (laughs) let's start this show with an opening story. This is called Exploding Egg from, uh, Kathy Kempf from Emirate, Washington. She says, your story about your wife's problem with inconsiderate co-workers leaving their dirty dishes in the sink reminded me of problems I have experienced in our break room at work. See, we also have an issue with dirty dishes left in the sink, but that's not why I'm writing this. My supervisor liked to have a hard-boiled egg to eat for the first break of the day, and you would probably assume that if it was that important to a person to have a hard-boiled egg to eat at work, that they would cook it the evening before and pack it in their lunch for the next day, but not my boss. She brought a stinking hot plate, a saucepan, and an egg, and cooked it in the break room every flipping day. Wow. The problem was, she would get busy, and she'd forget about it, and someone would have to come and tell her and yell at her to turn off the hot plate or go do it on their own. And we were all busy and we got sick of it and we got sick of smelling overcooked eggs. And eventually Mm. we had to get to the point where we just didn't, we got to the point where we didn't say anything at all. But one day that little old egg got so hot that it exploded all over the break room. And I do mean all over. Even two years later, we would sometimes find little pieces of (laughs) eggshell. Oh, man. I do not work at Westinghouse. I am a test technician at aer- at an aerospace company. I don't know if that makes me feel any better, but uh, mm. I'm sure that lady didn't learn a darn thing, too. That's the end of that story, is I bet Brilliant. you 
I bet you. Here, wait, here we go. Retail harp. Um, the lady came back and she saw her destroyed egg and she cried. And she said, I will now bring a backup egg every day so that I wow. will have upwards of two eggs so that this, if this ever happens again, this travesty, I will be able to enjoy an egg. And she learned nothing because she was an LBB. That has been your retail heart moment right there. Nice. Thank you. That, thank you, Kathy Kempf, for sharing from Emirate, Washington. We appreciate it. LBB. Yes, absolutely, man. Anybody, bring a, a daggum hot plate in, 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 in cook. You might as well bring a wok and, and, and some oil and, and some daggum yeah, uh, bean shoots and just, just make a big old dinner while you're at it. And just do it at your desk, too. I go all the way to the break room. Just fry fry up that egg right there. Get you, get you some refried beans and I don't know what else you do in a wok. I don't really know that anybody even uses those anymore except for uh, Asian food places. So. But for a while, they were hot stuff. Remember, they were selling them yeah. all over the place. Everybody had, had special to... cookbooks for them. Yeah. How to walk your dog and <laughs> oh wait, no, that was a, that was a joke. Sorry, <laughs> but they did have special cookbooks for them. They were all all you know. Yeah, they did. I remember. It's like it's cooking. like the it's copper pot. Intense heat now. You, you, oh yeah, you've seen that copper. The copper yeah, pot. So it's got conductive electricity plates that you don't even get hot on it. Just yeah. stick your <laughs> copper pot. Whatever it's a copper pot. Yeah. Anyway, let's do uh, some weekly rewinding. Well, as you well know and shouldn't need to be told, this is when we go back about seven days or so and tell you a story. And uh, usually, I this is the point where I say, "Hey, John, you go first. Mine stinks, but it it doesn't. Mine is actually funny." So. Oh, well, I look forward to hearing. I, I'm going to go first. Um, no, um, I drive my daughter to work every day, or to work, to school. Uh, she thinks it's school. It's actually work, and we get her paycheck, and we cash it. <laughs> no, I drive her to, home, to high school every day, and on the way back, the uh, on-ramp to the highway is underneath the highway. So, and there's a traffic light that I have to wait on to turn left. And this is important because it's like I'm in a cave. And every single day, I always end up next to some guy that's doing this. Because he loves to hear the sound of it. The reverberation of his engine. Yeah. Just randomly. And so, <laughs> but no, it's not, it's not even that it's, it's just the vroom, vroom part. And I, it's, I, is it a crappy car, like a, I, I don't know. That's the thing is I haven't been able to locate him. I call him Mr. <laughs> vroom, vroom. And, uh, I'm like, this is crazy that every day we happen to be at the same stoplight. It happened again this morning after I told my wife that this was going to be my weekly update yesterday. Again, this morning. <laughs> and that's a thing for a minute. I, I thought I might have been Mr. Vroom Vroom. And I, I had to test it. I was like, what if that's me <laughs> on accident? <laughs> and I'm the butthole that's it's just sharing my, uh, my vroom vroom with everybody. And so I, I tested it. <laughs> 
which is hard to do. You can't, you have to have a stick shift to properly vroom vroom. And uh, right. so I put it in neutral and I just test it and my car just goes, vroom, vroom, you know, like that. It's not a proper vroom vroom. But I, I've, I have not yet gone enough times since I realized that me and Mr. Vroom Vroom share the same uh, overpass. Um, I have not seen who it is. I think it's this little tiny car that has dual exhaust, but I'm not absolutely sure. But as soon as I find out, I will let you know uh, who Mr. Vroom Vroom is. Um, It's probably a dude up hanging hanging out up like underneath the overpass. And he's got like a speaker. <laughs> he whenever he sees cars, he just he's, oh, hey, vroom. there's a guy with the Buzz Lightyear sticker on his truck. That's vroom, vroom. He's probably got a whole YouTube channel set up just for you. <laughs> Watch this guy go crazy when he can't figure out who's making the vroom vroom noise. Because I am. My head's whipping around. I'm like, he's got to be back there because I'm first in line most of the time. I don't know how I always end up first in line. I guess I'm the only guy that stops for stop signs and stoplights. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, Mr. Vroom Vroom, awesome. I, I'll, I'll give you further updates as we go along. But for right now, he's just a guy that's getting on my nerves because it's like we all get the point. It's 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 eight o'clock in the morning, man. We don't need to get you know. I know you paid some price to get some sort of tail pipes that make a broom broom or whatever. Well, man, you got to have something to make make your mark in this world. But it's like, is it really turning you on that much every morning? To where, like, hey, I'm in the overpass. I only do that when I drive through tunnels. And it's releasing endorphins in his brain every morning. They're like, yeah, that's me. I'm Mr. Vroom Vroom. I just don't don't get it, and I want to know who it Mm. is just so that I can hate him properly. Because he, too, is an LBB. Hey, well, awesome. Because I think this weekly update might be brought to you by... An LBB. So um, let me tell you about some LBBs in my life. In fact, I have a friend who has coined a new phrase. His name is Joshua. He's he, he's a listener of the show, and he says we should call it LBLB, living, breathing, loser, butthead. So uh, <laughs> Joshua, that's a good idea, and if we ever uh, revert to that, we'll definitely give you props. But yes, I, I wish I had a really good weekly update like Vroom Vroom Guy. Yeah. But uh, here's the truth of it. I don't. I do have this, though. If you want to have a PowerPoint presentation that is dynamic and has all the information that you want to put in front of your people, Mm -hmm. and it's got a sweet video, make sure that you embed that video into that PowerPoint presentation. Because if you do not, you'll just get a black screen. Yes. Which is where I just spent the last few minutes trying to help somebody. Oh. So... (laughs) Let this uh, weekly upbeat date be your uh, PSA, uh, the more you know. <laughs> yeah, between my weekly update and John's, he had to run and, and go do the editing process. You never knew, but there yeah. were minutes and minutes where he was gone dealing with somebody's dumb <laughs> needs. Yeah, so it's not even a church thing. It's just some people using our building. Oh, and, and uh, you're still uh, having to help them. That's Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be so nice. I don't know. <laughs> You're a yes Maybe man. They'll pay me. You know? Well, I'm a hey, are you gonna be here? Uh, oh, what? I gotcha. <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault then. That means the show is to blame. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yes. Because no, I would yes. have said yes probably anyways. So. Okay. 
Yeah, then you're a yes man. Then. <laughs> I'm a yes man. Hey, I speaking am. of uh, yes or no's, it's time for us to do some human lie detection. Mm. And I believe that it is your week, John. James, you get to play the part of the human lie detector. I and do. what we're going to do in this moment, the next few moments, is I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. And you're going to have to tell me whether it is the truth or a lie. All right. Do I get to ponder with pester you with questions about your you can pester me with a few questions if you wish okay all right but uh i'll 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 let uh myself be the judge of that all right you be the judge and i will judge you okay i'll be the judge's judge and and the thing is i'm actually just pulling this one I've, i've had a few of them that i've been thinking about and I've been working on this for a little while because, as you know, your record is 100%. <laughs> I've um, guessed correctly every time. I, I do admit I am humble about it, too. You, you are pretty good at it. And uh, I don't know why, but you, you are really – either that or I'm just really easy to read. But here be, the, here be the case. Um, I have, in my lifetime, been able to meet some interesting people, some of them actually celebrities – I uh, got to shake hands with Alton Brown once. Who's, um, who's not that? Only that guy. What, what, what? You don't know who Alton Brown is? No, not not uh, right off the top of my head. Okay, fans of Good Eats, uh, the TV show on Food Network, would know who he is. Um, actually, if okay, you know, yeah, he's know. the food scientist guy. Uh, right, right. Iron Chef America. He's uh, he's one of the commentator dudes. Yeah, um, he's he's like the Adam Savage of food. Yeah, yeah. In fact, him and Adam Savage have gotten together and done some things together. It's it's pretty cool. I'm actually. surprised they survived each other. Honestly, their their opinions wow. of themselves have have to be significant. But anyway, go ahead. I'm glad you got <laughs> to shake his hand. Well, I did. I got my picture with him and and got to talk to him with a few minutes as well because he's an Atlanta guy, and um, he had a book signing and I went to it. So anyway, sweet. Um, met him. I've met. Uh, uh, actor boy from bunked um when i went out to california a while back uh my brother was working on raven's home yeah and um uh and he just showed up on set and my brother works on set so um i was hanging out with him that day and i can't even remember his name but uh met him he's the indian kid who has a fake indian accent on the tv show and a real american accent yeah yeah neat guy though super cool um, met a few other people. I didn't meet, uh, Raven Simone, but that's okay. Um, I think that's her last name. It doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, this, this is where my story comes from because I've had some interesting run-ins with people. Um, when I was in college, this is going back to 1994, uh, a very notable figure in Christian music was coming to Lakeland and, uh, you know, the Carpenter's home church, right? Remember the big old, yeah, yeah big church well, they that spl- was, uh, they split, but yes. They did, and they've actually torn down the old sanctuary, and wow. I think it's like a retirement village now. I don't know. Wow. But uh, it's pretty interesting. In fact, there's these cool guys I follow on YouTube. They're uh, called the the Proper People. They actually explored it when it was abandoned. It was pretty cool. Sweet. Because I remember I was like, oh, I went up those stairs. That was cool. I went in that balcony neat. Anyways, um, I've had a lot of caffeine today, so if you can't tell, I'm talking <laughs> kind of fast. It's all right. I like it. Hey, goody. Um, so, uh, while we were there, this, um, I had the great opportunity to be a stagehand for Michael W. Smith. Really? 
Yeah, you know the singer plays yeah. the piano. He writes a billion songs. He's pretty cool. Is he still out there doing stuff? I haven't heard anything from him for like twenty years. Yeah, he's still out there. I think he put out a praise album. You know, everything's praise albums these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't sing about music. life anymore. No, nah. Um, it, you, we're not friends, friends forever anymore. It's just uh, you know. It's, a, it's a trend. It's a trend. Yeah. It'll pass. People will get so. tired of worshiping God. You try. To trust me. <laughs> well, they'll figure out that maybe it's not such a great thing to capitalize on your music. Anyways, never mind. Yeah, we can we can change that for another. <laughs> we can use that for another podcast. Different but podcast. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Anywho, well, I got I had the unique opportunity to uh, to to set up his equipment and help unload the truck and. And I was waiting all night. It's like, I've got to, you know, at least shake his hand or give him a high five or something. Um, went to, the, had the concert go. Somehow I got lucky enough to have a front row seat. Somebody saved them for us because, you know, we worked the concert. Basically, we should be up front. Anywho, um, never got my chance. But as he was walking off the stage, I was like, I've got to get his attention. So I like, I looked, I was probably, I don't know, 20 feet from him. I looked at him, I made eye contact, and I gave him the two-finger guns. <laughs> and he gave me the two-finger guns back. And that was good enough for that me was your to moment. have said. I actually shook his hand. And then, you know, after that, he walked off stage, and uh, I cleaned up things and moved pianos and put stuff back on a truck. It was awesome. It was great. Okay. So, so that, that's it, huh? James, that is my story. I'm going to say that's the truth. What? <laughs> Why would you even not have questions? I'm going to say that's the truth. I'm just going to go for it. And say <laughs> that that's the truth. You don't want to ask me what color no. shirt I was wearing? No, I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. I, I believe your story. You believe it? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, that's good for me. Oh No, I'm just kidding. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> I totally gave the man a two finger guns. You know what I'm talking about? I pointed at him with both fingers and he pointed at me with both fingers. He probably walked off the stage thinking, boy, that dude was a dweeb. What a moron. <laughs> I cheated. I didn't even play the game right. <laughs> man, am I that, uh, you know, you're you were so smooth. You were telling the truth the whole time. I could tell. You, All right. You you are an honest person. And uh yeah. if you when you start to lie, I can hear it in your voice. It's not that I'm good <laughs> at it. It's it's that you're a bad liar, and that's a good thing, John. <laughs> I'm a bad liar. That's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing, man. That means you're gonna get to heaven way before I do. Like in <laughs> in line, there's gonna be a like a speed line, like at Disney World Express I'm, line. You're gonna get to go I'm in that to one. Pre-checked, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going through security. They're gonna be checking my bags and everything. Credentials. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're gonna be checking my name twice, like Santa Claus. They're gonna be looking in there and. Checking it twice. And if that is your name, indeed, we need five references that we can call up that are still living. John is the truthful guy. Man, I got tears in my eyes. (laughs) 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 
That's oh, great man. though that you got you got the finger guns from Michael <laughs> W. Smith, man. Oh. Yeah, I wish I had a cell phone back then. I would have totally recorded it and made that a life thing. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And, but the crazy oh. thing about it is um we followed him after the show and we had this big overpass and he drove up underneath it and he revved it <laughs> twice. It was crazy. He's room room guy. Oh my gosh. Who would have guessed? There's a song about it. <laughs> Friends from room room room. <laughs> the Lord's the Lord of them. And you call the room room ever. You know the rooming will not end. Talking about the way life has changed so much in the last twenty five years or so is the two years before I graduated. So that would have been eighty nine and ninety. Um, Michael W. Smith songs were the songs that they sang at graduation. Yeah, right? and uh, pray for me and friends are friends forever. Yep, yep. I sing them both at graduations. <laughs> Two different ones. There's a meme that's going around that saying if you if you graduated in the '90s and you didn't have uh, friends or a Michael W. Smith song play at your graduation, then you didn't really graduate. <laughs> I believe it. So. I believe it. Well, now it's time for us to do some quizzing of what you know. Quizzes. Quizzes. Where we quiz. What you know. I love the kids at the end because it's like we've got a little side audience of of twelve year olds and they're just like <laughs> so enthralled in what we're doing. So to, you've been waiting for this one, John, your whole life. You just don't realize it. But this is quiz is a princess Disney princess quiz. You're just going to go ahead and say that right up front? It is. It is. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not the kind you're thinking where we figure out what princess you are. It's oh. central. It's this. Can you guess the Disney princess's name by the first and last letter of their name only? Oh, my goodness. Do I have to name the princess or the movie? You have to name the princess's name. Okay. All right. First one should be easy. First letter C, last letter A. All right. Um, that's either uh, Chickarella. It's uh, <laughs> Chickarella. I, I'm going to say Cinderella. That's yes, my you are correct. Boom. All right. Cinderella. So that is one for you. All right. This one should be easy. First letter A, last letter L. Um, Ariel. Ariel, that is correct. Yeah. All right. First letter T, last letter A. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no, 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 no. Pocahontas doesn't start with a T. <laughs> <laughs> First letter. Now, these are all Disney princesses? Yes, yes. First letter T, last letter A. A. Yeah, I've never seen this uh, one, so I don't know if I would get it either. Tabitha. No, it's Tiana from Tiana. Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Oh, I never saw that one either. Yeah. Man, that makes me a bad person. Yeah, it does. It makes us both bad people. First letter P, last letter S. Um, P. 
princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's oh, sorry, that again. was your answer. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first letter P, last letter S. Um, Pinocchio's. Pinocchio. No, he's not a princess. No. He's a prince. Um, Pocahontas. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. All right. First letter J, last letter E. Um, J, last letter E. Tick, 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 Oh, my Jasmine. Jasmine. You should have had that one. I oh. should have, Jasmine. All right. First letter B, last letter E. Bell. Bell, you are correct. Look, there she goes, a girl that's strange and scary. Oh, boy. Um, I don't think that's the words. First letter M, last letter N. Um, the chat room is freaking out, man. Don't look at the chat room if you're. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I got show notes open. First letter M, last letter N. Yeah. Oh, um, 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 uh, Mulan. Yes, you got that one. That's the. Get by the way, business. that's the first minority princess that you've gotten on this quiz. I just oh. want to point out. Even though, yeah, yeah. even though I think there are more of them than us, I don't know. Um, first letter R, last letter L. Rapunzel. Rapunzel, you are correct. And easily the cutest of all of them, by the way. Yeah. Um uh, first letter That's the first digitally animated princess that we've uh Yeah. And they did a great up. job keeping her yeah. hair clean. Uh first letter S, last letter E. This might be a toughie. No white. S- what? Snow White. You are correct. You are correct. Snow You're killing it. White. And here's your last one. You've only <sighs> you've only missed two out of the entire thing. Uh, first letter M. Last letter A. Miranda. Miranda. Or this is a double. You have to answer two. There are two Disney princesses with oh, M that's and a, trick a. One. Miranda. It's, and it's and- not Miranda, by the way. It's Merida. But I'll I'll let that slide. Oh, this is Frozen. Mer- isn't Merida from Frozen? Merida is from Brave, my friend. Oh, that's embarrassing for me. Or is it? Mm, I don't know that I should actually get this one right. Because- okay, all right. Well, I'll give you still get half credit if you can guess the <laughs> other Disney princess with uh, M and A as the first and last letter. Uh huh. Tick, 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 tick. Do you have any guesses at all? You want me to just call it? You want me to just hit this buzzer right now? I'll do it, John. It. I'll free you. It's Mr. Arabama. <laughs> <laughs> Moana from the movie Moana. Moana. <laughs> so. I, you know, I don't. I don't know if I should admit this. I don't, you, we know, I don't have any daughters. So why do I know so many of these princesses? That's true. You're doing pretty good. (laughs) You're doing pretty good. Yeah. I know, but should, uh, you knew all the old, it's really not about the gender. It's, it's about the fact that you, you know, all the old ones, it's the new ones you didn't know. And, uh, and, and I was wrong about, uh, accusing you of only knowing, uh, 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 Mulan. You you also knew Pocahontas, so that was important. Oh, so okay. 
Thank you. Thank you for representing Thank properly. You. Well, that was uh, Quiznos, where we quiz what you knows. It's time for us now to move into the featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Now, as you know, usually the featured story is a story that one of us tell. But today, for the first time ever, the featured story is an email that is written by one of our listeners that happens to be a story or a couple of stories, a series of stories about me. What? I know. This guy knew me back in the day when I was a pastor at uh, Sheffield Family Life Center in wonderful Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City's Joyful Church, as we called it. And uh, his name was Jeremy, but I knew him as Tellman. Because when somebody has a cool last name, that's what I call him by. And Tellman, that was his name. And he calls this the legend of James as told by Tellman. And so I'm going to read it. But if I have any uh, comments or additions or parts of the story that he may have missed because of his youthfulness at the time... I will have uh, I will have to correct it or whatever or comment on it. <laughs> because Jeremy was a middle school kid back in the day when I knew him and I was the middle school youth pastor. So here we go. My name is Jeremy, but as James would possibly remember me, I would be known as Tellman and he's correct. When I was growing up as a crazy pastor's kid at a Kansas City inner city church, I had this amazing youth pastor dude named James. Okay, he was not amazing, but he was a youth pastor. So now the backstory on me is I was suspended from school a lot. Yes, he was. He was a bad little boy. He was bad. And I loved him so much. He was just, he was so bad. People would tell me stories about him from the past. They're like, you just don't even know. He's gotten so much better. I'm like, really? He's gotten better than this? And they're like, yeah, like the time he turned out all of the lights in the sanctuary and the entire church was in the dark. (laughs) And it was a big church too, right? Yes. Thousands of people suddenly plunged in darkness. This is the kind of stuff he would do. So he would be in the back room uh, where the the light panels were and he would just start flipping switches and stuff like that. So on purpose? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. I like him already. (laughs) His parents were really easygoing and he had a personality that was just went on for miles and they could not handle him. It was, it was like in the movies where you see these parents that are almost scared of their kid. This was Jeremy. Okay. Mr. Tellman, as I call him. So anyway, the backstory is that I was suspended from school a lot. Yes, he was. Like, probably I spent more time being suspended than I did actually in school. So as a a result, I ended up spending a significant amount of time in the church's office. Yes, he did. (laughs) Where James would just include me in random things he was doing. Yeah. Like, I'd be building a set, and Tellman would just show up. Hey, how you doing? I don't think I ever realized. I thought he was homeschooled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i never realized he was, he was being suspended this whole time <laughs> and here you are you know treating him like he's the yeah. best in the world yeah. <laughs> oh tell him i'm glad you're here come on if i didn't know he was suspended i would have sent him back down to his dad or something but i'm all like come on in buddy come on in and receive all this pastorly love and and, and attention yeah. 
you, you bad little monkey i don't know anyway You're punk he said honestly it was my favorite times growing up whoops <laughs> i i made it Aww. to where he sat in school and said i'm bored i'm gonna do something bad so i can go hang out with <laughs> pastor james that's what it is <laughs> i don't like school uh, light something on fire so i get kicked out for a week he says i have many a story of james but i will just share a couple one day james picked up a bunch of us youth it was about 14 or so in his awesome uh, Nissan 200SX. And that was oh. the best. That was the coolest car I ever owned. If you look it up, yeah. it was a cool car. It's it a rad car. It was black. He says uh, it had, it was black. It had manual transmission and it had rear wheel drive. Now this particular mm. day was a bright, sunny Casey summery day and it was hot out. It was very hot out. And as we were on our way to our destination with five kids and James in the small car, he decided to lock all the doors and and roll and lock the windows. I did do that too. And the sunroof. And I cranked up the heat in the car. Now, one of the kids, I, I did. I just, I, I said, guys, let's see if we can handle this all the way from the church to the house. And so you, you were challenging them. Yes. You were like, this is torture. For no, you no, it was a challenge. A hard time. Cause there were, we were, we were so crammed in there. There wasn't enough seatbelts for everybody. They were all piled on top of each other. And, and I said, you know what? Let's turn the heat on, shut the windows and let's just see if we can handle it all the way there. Oh my goodness. And this is where my story and his story diverge a little bit because he says, now, one of the kids, let's call him NG. Now, he's talking about Nick Godbout. And, and Nick Godbout was in the car. But Nick Godbout did not start freaking out. You know who started freaking out? Tellman started freaking out. <laughs> he started. He started freaking out because he was talking about how he had asthma. He was talking about how he was going to have heat stroke. <laughs> he was almost all but crying by the time we got there. But I knew he was just being dramatic and that he was probably not going to die. You know, I had my doubts, probably. but probably was going to be fine. And so we we stayed there. Man, we, it was so hot and sweaty and nasty in that car that by the time oh. we got there and got out, it felt cold in the heat Ooh. of the day. And I uh, had nice little sweat stains all over your seats. And, and you? Tellman was all but crying by the time we got there. Nick... Nick was laughing the entire time. So if you want to talk about freaking out, Nick, Nick lost his mind. Nick's just like, ah! you know. So anyway, we all laughed. We all laughed and had an awesome time, except for Tellman. So he's, he's forgotten, selectively forgotten that. No one had heat stroke, thank goodness. Honestly, I've done this to my kids since, and it's so much fun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> propagated this crazy behavior amongst <laughs> it's it's why you it's right repeat after me thank god pastor james is not my pastor that's that's what, you, <laughs> that's what you always add to the end of your prayers in jesus name i pray amen so, <laughs> on the same day as we were leaving james and uh, james's sister's hair salon she worked in a hair salon back then this was leanne uh -huh. James did one of the biggest burnouts that I'd ever seen at that point with all six of us in the car. And I do not remember that. Uh, I, I always remember driving safely, but that was 20 years ago. So I don't know. And I did have a pretty fly car. Yeah. The Nissan 200 SX is, is probably you burned it out without even trying. Yeah. 
It was pretty Didn't sweet. Have that rotary engine in it? I can't remember something like that. I I just remembered about that car that I had a uh, Pokemon sticker on it. It was a Charmander, oh. and um, I stuck it on there because the children's pastor at the time hated Pokemon, and he he <laughs> preached against it almost every Sunday. That and Yu Gi Oh and Magic the Gathering and just about anything else he could find that kids liked, he would preach against it. And so I just to be a butt. <laughs> stuck a, a pokemon sticker on my car so that he would have to see it every time he came into the office and you park closer to the door oh, than he absolutely would have to pass by it every absolutely. time so. you're the best <laughs> <laughs> children's pastor can't fire you anyway so he says but my favorite hobby or i'm sorry my favorite and probably the most changing life moment for me was between one of the two services that we had on sundays i remember this they were sitting in the, the whole place was full. Second service was always full. People in the balcony, overflow balcony, everything. And uh, Talman and Nick Godbout are sitting beside each other um, in the front row of the second section back. And he has a CD in his hand. So let me let me just read it the way he's writing it here. He says, I was listening and sharing uh, my new Slipknot CD. And uh, I was stoked because it was the explicit one. And I shouldn't have had it. So James mm. being James came over to me and asked me if he could see the CD jacket. He says, now for you kids out there, there was a booklet that had all the song lyrics in it inside the cover of the CD. And that's important because, yeah, the kids today wouldn't know. You'd, yeah. you'd, you'd follow along with the lyrics. <clears throat> right. That's how we knew what the words were. Yeah. To begin you with. you couldn't look it up online. There were no right. lyric videos on YouTube. So I gave it to him, all excited to see what he would thought. I mean... After all, James took me to many a show at New Earth Cafe. Yes, New Earth Cafe was the Christian alternative uh, basement uh, rock scene place where you would go and hear uh, Squad 5-0 and Stavesaker and all these different groups that would come in, and I would take them to see I it. I have no idea who they are. Um, but he... he, he uh, so he says James would was, was cool is what he's saying, and he sang and he played guitar like Reese from Five Iron... And I did back then. <laughs> so I figured he just wanted to see the CD jacket. Well, after I handed it to him, he proceeds to read. And he says, yell. I did not yell. I did just, I just did not. I, I'm sure it felt like I was yeah, yelling. for him because he knew what the words were. But I started quoting the lyrics at normal conversational speeds. I did not whisper it. It was just a, at the volume that I would be talking normally. So I started to read the lyrics aloud in a semi-full auditorium in between Sunday services, all vulgarities included. He says I read the entire CD jacket. That is not true. I read <laughs> a section of one of the songs, and it had plenty of curse words in it, and I read every single one of them out loud because oh. I wanted him to hear how yeah. that sounded coming from me. I don't know. I just... I who the gospel yeah i felt like it was a god moment and apparently it was so yeah. <laughs> as a pastor of that church and me um wait wait a minute, wait a minute let's see he read the cd jacket in front of everyone as a pastor of that church and me the worship pastor's son standing in front of him now james can maybe fill in the look on my face since i could not see it myself but i could imagine it was pure horror yeah you should have seen his face he was so proud and so happy and excited <laughs> and then when i said the f-bomb the first 
couple times. Ooh. Oh my gosh, his face melted like he had just seen God coming out oh. of of the of the holy of holies. It was it was amazing. Uh, after he finished reading, he said, "Tellman, do you really want to be listening to this CD?" And I that, that's what I said. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah. And, and I and when I said no, he said, "Great, let's go destroy it." Now we did destroy it, but it wasn't on that day because we had church and I had ch- children's ministry that day. And he so he's he's combining two thoughts together. But later on that week, he came back and he 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 gave me the CD and he's like, wow. "I don't I don't want this anymore." You, you know, it's just That's it's awesome. it's just I can't handle. It. I said, "Well, let's get rid of it in a very fun way." So we went over to the microwave and I don't know if you've ever put a CD in a microwave before, but you should. I haven't, but I know what it does. You should do it. You only do it for like a second and a half, maybe two seconds at the most, but you put the CD in the microwave and it, and it crackles and it sparks and it is amazing. So James threw it in the mic. James and I threw it in the microwave. He says, and it has destroyed the CD and the microwave too. He is he is exaggerating. The t- the microwave did not get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he remembers. That's the way he remembers it. Then that's fine. He said yeah. the last one is a short one, but I'll never forget when James and Pastor David let me do a boxer run off the stage in the gym during the message. Now I've talked about Wait. this before. <laughs> What's a boxer run? I have to explain it. Okay. Oh, so his dad stepped down as pat as worship pastor and was moving back to Canada with his family. And Tellman, unfortunately, was leaving us, and it was very oh. sad. And he came to us and asked us if he could um, strip down to his boxers and r- run across the stage in the middle of youth service. What <laughs> a boxer! I thought it was like some like a boxing boxer. You meant like a. Uh, in your skivvies yeah. run. I don't remember you ever telling the story about a middle, was he a middle school at the time? Yeah. Yeah. A middle schooler running. This is the kind of kid he was, man. In church. In, 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 in youth group. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So we didn't say yes. We did not say yes. Of course we did not say yes. There's no way we could have said yes, but we also said it's your last week and we couldn't punish you. <laughs> we would just have to kick you out from then on and you wouldn't be allowed to come back. And wow. so David actually ended up, uh, there was a point in the service where homeboy did it. He ran from backstage and ran down the center aisle and out the back door and, and nothing but his, but his fruit of the looms. In his box, in his boxers, and he was a skinny little Dad. dude too, man. Probably still is, uh, but he made it all the way through, and it was a good laugh. And and David even worked it into the sermon. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't remember thing, how. I mean, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But uh, anyway, thanks, guys. You planted the foundational seeds in my life. And even though I've only been listening for just a few weeks to the show, hearing your voice reminds me of all the hope and love and joy you guys mm. poured out into this crazy pastor's kid who probably didn't even deserve it much. Oh, yeah, you did, man. <laughs> Hard to love kids need more love. Uh, yeah. That's why you love them more is because they yeah. need it. And oh, and one and not that he was hard to love. He was for some people, but not for me. I don't know. 
I like the I like the crazy ones. Oh, and one just last one. He says, when James and Jen lived across the street from the church, they had this dog named Dioji. And it literally took me years to figure out it wasn't some strange Hispanic dog name, but literally the name was Dog. D-O-G. Jeremy Tillman. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. You're the man. I need to get some applause background music for for this because that was great. It was a good trip down memory lane. Yes. Tillman was awesome. He's grown into a fine young man. He's He's a... a married man. He's got uh, a couple of stepkids. He's just living life and living for God. And uh, he turned out all right. I'm sure that's he, awesome. He's still probably just awesome. as crazy and would probably run through my podcast in his boxers as if, if he could. <laughs> yeah, well, he kind of did. Matter of fact, now. there he just went. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, he went through my mind. That's for dang sure. Because his little <laughs> skinny white self, his Canadian Glad white I skin. Didn't see that. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he was just in a pair of shorts. It wasn't yeah, that bad. I mean, that's the thing about boxers back then were baggy and yeah. loose fitting. Yeah, th- these weren't like- these weren't tight. These were not uh, form fitting. They were oversized and and covered everything very well. But it was still it was still important to him, and uh, so we didn't we didn't uh, chain him down to the wall like a werewolf or something to make him stop. But. Uh, we didn't allow it either. But anyway, here we go. Let's let's do some listener stories. <laughs> All right, John, read it. All right. This one is uh, comes to a <laughs> I mean, the words. Comes to us from North Carolina from Stephen Mickelson. Oh, I think you nailed it. Oh, sweet. That is a unique spelling of a last name. Yeah, it is. If I knew him in real life, I'd call him Mickelson. Yes, definitely. All right. This uh, story is titled Deep Impact. And that sounds like a movie, right? Yeah, it does. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's where I got it from. (laughs) Okay. No asteroids. Hey, guys. I love your show, and I've been listening since I was seven. Holy cow. Yeah. I'm hoping he's like eight now. (laughs) At least. <laughs> At least eight. Oh, it was seven. That was, I mean, he could be 17 now. Yeah, I mean, but we don't know. He didn't one. say. So we'll find it. Well, okay. follow up, Stephen Milkinson, even though I just Mick- butchered your last name. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a farmer by chance, Milkinson? So he's been listening since he was seven. I have a story that I think will make you cringe. Oh, goody. Thank you. Let's cut right to the cheese. Mm. 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 I like how he how he put uh, right to in parentheses there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's helpful. Let's cut right to the cheese. When I was four, I liked jumping on my brother's bed a lot. So once I was jumping on my brother's bed, laughing, and then I fell. I fell right down, <laughs> right so... Mm. Uh, uh. I fell right down, so my tooth smashed into the bed frame. She bought a Honda. I've seen that happen before. (laughs) (laughs) She untied my bow tie. (laughs) Who stole a (laughs) one? Okay, so the tooth got smashed into the bed frame, Uh and we thought it fell out, but we couldn't find (laughs) it. Couldn't find it. So mm, my mouth hurts. My mouth hurts, ma'am. So the next day, we went to the dentist to get x-rays. 
And we found out it had just got jammed into my gums. Yeah, that's all. Just just jammed right the stink up there. Oh, why wouldn't you know? <laughs> why wouldn't you feel that? I got oh. some good news and I got some bad news. First of all, your tooth is still there. The oh. bad news, it's jammed into your gums. It's all the way halfway up to your brain, buddy. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Now, four years old, that's, that's oh. baby teeth coming there, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, so the, anyways, they had to do two surgery on my tooth and pull it out. Of course. The next tooth that was supposed to come out didn't come out until I was eight. Well, that that's normal. Um, by the way, can you bring Christian back on the show? <laughs> Love your show. <laughs> Boo, whatever. <laughs> Goodness. I'm going to say that he's, he's been listening. So if he's been listening since he was seven. I'm going to say that's been in the last four years. Yeah, I'm so saying he's 10, probably. 10 or 11 now. Anyway. Maybe middle school. That yeah, is he's he's past well. eight, you know, so definitely because his tooth came back in. But no, Christian is is off the show. He, 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 we wanted him back when we came back. We said, hey, Christian. And he's like, no way. And he's because he has a life and a job. And he was supposed to be guest host uh, a couple weeks ago and he had to cancel because he had gotten laid off. And so he had some oh. time. But then he got another job, Dad Gummin. Oh, well, thank the Lord for that. But yeah. at the same time, man, he's a punk. I know. So, yeah, we'd love to have Christian back on the show and we will continue to try. Uh, and with your help, maybe we can make it happen. Yes. Um, so, anyway, this one's called Minor Emergency from Fred. During the summer of 1998, I had gone to the lake with my friends. We had all gotten dressed up to go to eat at a restaurant a couple of miles away. As we were getting into the boat, I heard a splash on the opposite side of the dock, and a boy screamed, Help! So I took it off over there. I jumped into the water, which was only about five and a half foot deep, and I grabbed the kid. It was at this point that he says, No, I dropped my fishing pole, and I need someone to get it for me. His, his, his parents came running down there and apologized profusely and scolded the kid telling him not to uh not to yell for help like that unless he was in danger duh needless to say i had to go change my clothes before going to dinner thankfully this was pre-cell phone days and i and i had left my pager in the camper <laughs> well praise the lord for that but my yes, my pager. My wallet was soaked, so his his little mini New Testament got wet, I guess. But uh, oh. <laughs> my friends were kind enough to make jokes about it for the rest of the weekend, Fred. So there you go. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't the type of emergency that I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad nobody okay. was, you know, ready to die or anything. Or the tooth getting jammed into the gum. Ah! Ah, you know, I'm reading uh, Benjamin Franklin's audio autobiography right now. And there was really? a, yeah, and I bring it up because it makes me sound smart. But also because <laughs> there was a part in there where he was in a boat with this, this two guys. And one of them was a Dutchman and, and he was drunk and he fell out of the boat and was drowning. And Benjamin Franklin, as a like a, a 17 year old kid, reached out. And grabbed him and pulled him back of the boat, saved his life, but then kind of regretted it. I kind of got the impression because they were all on this boat and they had to sleep on it because they were stuck there overnight because the sails tore apart. And uh, so they had to anchor out in the middle of all this wind and him and the captain and this drunk Dutchman who was soaking wet had to lay next to each other 
And so Benjamin and the captain got soaking wet along with the Dutchman and they kind of hated him. And so (laughs) it just, it's just this emergency thing made me think of it. It's a good read. You should listen. You should read uh, his autobiography. It's really good. It's crazy. The extent that they had to go to just to travel from one region to the other back then. Uh, Definitely no highways or byways. It was just, and if you didn't have your own horse, you were at the mercy of a ship, you know, and mm-hmm. and somebody or else's wagon. wagon. Yeah. So anyway, we we've, we've got one more, and it's from our favorite lady, Megan Sheridan, and uh, it's it's going to be a blessing to you. You'll you'll understand why in just a moment. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Megan from San Antonio. Was calling to tell you another story about what happened to me at church. <laughs> so we're doing praise and worship. And of course, people start going up to the altar. The pastor ends up saying, I think God's going to do a movement right now. And if you want your blessing, you need to come up and receive it. So I come yes. up to the altar and I start worshiping. And the pastor's wife comes up and she's anointing people. So she comes out, talks to me, tells me my blessing, and then anoints me. I'm standing there as everything's starting to clear up. Now, now, just so you, if you don't know, if you're a church person, you don't know, you go down to the altar. That's the front of the church, uh, in front of the altar there. And, and people will come by and they'll put their hands on your shoulder and they will speak words of blessing over you and pray for right. you. And then it's right. common practice uh, in some churches for, for them to have a little vial of oil and they will kind of wet their finger and then they will touch you on the forehead. It's an act yeah, of... Wet your finger with the oil. Yeah, but. yeah. And then they will touch you on the forehead with it. And it's it's kind of a, a a blessing thing, like it's just something that's been done in the Bible. And people, even though in the Bible they would pour it over your head, like big yeah, time, so it drips down your beard. So and- so now we just do it, you know, a little bit on the forehead. And sometimes pastors will get fancy and draw a little cross in the in the in the in the oil on your head. Um, it's yeah. usually olive oil or something like that. But anyway, now we can continue knowing full well what in the world we're talking about. So here we go. I start noticing a smell. A nice fruity smell. A pretty smell. And then smell. I touch my forehead. Fruity. It's real sticky. Oh. oh. I realized that the pastor's wife anointed me with lip gloss. <laughs> I guess she thought it was one of those anointing oils that you just rub on. So I go back to my chair and I talk to my best friend and I'm just like, hey, I think the pastor just anointed me with lip gloss. And she goes, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, look, smell my forehead. (laughs) So of course we look like weirdos. She's sniffing my forehead. (laughs) And then later on I ask her, Uh, so if I get anointed with lip gloss, does that mean my blessing's still coming? (laughs) Her answer is, girl, your lip gloss may be popping, but your blessing ain't coming. (laughs) (laughs) Thought you may get a laugh out of this one too. Um, Y'all have a good day. Absolutely. Absolutely hilarious. Thank you so much, Megan. (laughs) <laughs> yes thank you got blessed with the lip gloss man blessed with lip gloss man i tell you what mm. <laughs> you know that maybe that should be a thing we do in church these days maybe that could be something different <laughs> just, i uh you know i don't know probably you could just yeah you could you could even use sunscreen or something you know that way that, annoying to see. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> that's that, a double blessing that cross will pop on on the forehead and you won't you won't get skin cancer there dude it, it could be a thing I it could know. be oh, so florida florida churches need to do this they need to use like some like <laughs> 1000 spf 
Don't tell the congregants though. <laughs> just one thousand. Just SPF. wipe it all over them. Put like a cross on their forehead, and then you could probably start a revival with this. All right, it will be going out in the, the sun, getting sunburned. Look, my, there's the shape of a cross is on my forehead. I've been blessed. It's a miracle. I can't believe it. It's a miracle. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> that could absolutely work. Well, guys and girls, that is our show. Man. Seems like it's the longest show ever. I know. John John had a lot of interruptions, but we're so glad that he was here. Do you have any stories that you'd like to share? How about a story about an exploding egg that that just evaporated all over the place? I don't know. Do you have any stories about me? About hey, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, make something up. I don't know. Yeah. What about a story about your tooth getting jacked into your head? Mm. Ah, uh-huh. ugh. Or getting blessed by somebody else's lip balm. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's been on their mouth and now it's on your forehead. Your blessing ain't coming. You're you're gonna get herpes on your head, is what you're getting. Oh. So <laughs> I don't know. If you have a story about anything, whatever it is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story today, then we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at thatstoryshow. Review us on iTunes or wherever you found us, and that helps us a lot. And if you like the show, check out Red School Bus at rsbcast.com for more of the great, more, more great stuff. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janusz Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hey, and remember, if you have something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happen to you, don't get stressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.